So this show was interesting. We had a ton of tech issues and I couldn't hear, there was glitches, the internet wasn't working, who knows, old MacBooks, whatever your excuse. And then we just took the hands off the wheel and we're like, let's just chat, let's just connect, we'll have another podcast another time. Well, my recording was still on and lo and behold, we dropped the mic on, this is a behind the scenes conversation with two people who hardly know one another, but are super passionate about showing up on purpose, with purpose, for God. And all associated to business and growth and results, but we talked about family issues, we talked about uh, personal things that are going on, we really went into it, and I believe it was exactly what you needed, because it was exactly what I needed in the moment. And so I'm so grateful to introduce you to the one and only the business bully. He's got a breadth of books. He's got a podcast himself and a TV show and all these different elements on YouTube. So you've got to check that out. And you can grab copies of all of his books. My favorite that I've heard him preach and teach from is Sell It Like Jesus. Who doesn't want to sell like the Lord? Come on, get in on it. Get in on it. Today is Dave Anderson, and I'm so honored to know him and so excited to introduce you. You guys need these strategies, you need these truths, and you need this perspective. And I am, again, shock and awe is what the Lord and how the Lord works, because this was not intended for you all to get your hands on it. But lucky you, it's your lucky day. Thanks, Dave. Listen up. For such a time as this, we must grow our faith and business muscles. The self-help industry is trying to own spirituality and well-being. The entrepreneurial space is becoming flooded with business pursuits focused on success instead of sustenance. But the only one who can make us fully whole, fully free, and fully alive is Jesus. So I'm ecstatic you walked into this hypothetical gym today. I'm your trainer, Tamara Andress, also coined an entrepreneurial rabbi, teaching the pursuits of God, which unveil our purpose and ultimately unleash our desired provision. This FIT acronym is for founders, innovators, and trailblazers. Here, marketplace ministers conversate and educate to build others from the inside out while also sharing their testimonies of endurance. So while it's not a fitness podcast, I do surely care about your mental, physical, emotional, relational, financial, and spiritual health. You're going to hear all about it. If you're passionate about your becoming journey, leading others to greatness, and living a life of abundance and joy, then you're well on your way to being fit in faith. Let's hydrate. My industry is so fraught with frauds yeah, um, so that true. you have you to kind of go past that first, even to get, yeah. it's almost like you're doing mind work before you're ever actually able to help them with their business. Yeah. Yeah. So we've, you know, we've decided to institute a guarantee, like we'll get you to six figures in six months or we'll work with you for free until we do. That's that incredible. way there, there's no, um, there's no risk to you. You know, right. it, that, that has been, you know, an amazing thing. I'm still, I'm still pushing the book and, you know, I've been working with some amazing, amazing clients and, Aside from that, just trying to be a good husband, good father, you know, yeah. good human being. Do you do um do you do only one to one? Oh no, we do uh, we do group and, and we do one to one. So cool. yeah, absolutely. I was just that when mm. I was doing one on one, I just got like totally to a capacity point where I was like, can't do this anymore. And when I shifted yeah. into that group experience, it changed the trajectory of the business so much. 
Yes, indeed. So, you know, yeah. for me, it just makes a lot of sense because everybody kind of has a lot of the same problems. Right. And then, you know, the, you the good thing. You don't like a broken record. <laughs> right. So it's just like, okay, hey, Johnny, one plus one is two. Yes. Cindy, one plus one. No, we're not doing that. No, and that's right. Yeah. The, the other thing is I have a really, really good team, you know, yeah. of specialists that, that really help out. So if you're having issues with, oh, I don't like how I, uh, I look on camera. Well, I've got a guy who, you know, who runs my TV network, who has done all types of photography and, and, and cinematography. So he knows how to get your shots the right way. I got one person who was organized because I'm about to organize as a wet dream with absolutely no payoff. But she'll come in and she'll say, OK, Tamara, we're doing month one. We're all about this. And the month two, we're doing that. And oh, yeah, by the way, I know Dave told you this and this and this. But you do also consider doing this, this, that, this, this, that. And you're sitting there and you start to develop, you know, a mild case of carpal tunnel because you're taking all these copious notes as fast as you can. You know, I've got somebody who's just focused on graphic design. Like, so I wanted to make sure that it goes beyond just coaching, because what happens is you'll coach and you'll give people ideas and then they'll run off to somebody on Fiverr. Yeah, and then totally. it's screwed and then they can't get it done. I totally agree. We said it. We did an agency element for a while. Um, mm-hmm. specific, it was about three years yeah. and it eventually, and I'm, I'm sure your brand probably has an element of this too, especially with all of the books and, and speaking that you do is that it was, there wasn't enough capacity for the team to also just focus on our brand. Right. And so our brand took the back seat while all these other clients got all of their attention. And so we just, as of 2023, took on no more agency work, no more one-on-one clients. And mm-hmm. it's been so freeing. So no. freeing. You you have you have to, you know you know like Moses draw a line in the sand. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, yes. <laughs> you know, it, it gets to a point where you just look at it and say, okay, am I able to serve people yeah. in a way that is going to be not only impactful but still allow me to exist and grow and scale this thing in a way that is pleasing to what the Lord's mission is for me. And sometimes you you have to be okay with separating yourself from some things. You can't be all things to all people, but I wanted to make sure that we were able to do enough quality control where it makes sense. And then the good news is I've gotten to a point where in every aspect of my business, except for two, I was completely able to fire myself. Oh, that's... That's where it's at right there. Gosh, we have to talk about all of this. I'm like, hold on, I'm going to write notes. So when we get back on this, I'm like, this is so good. All right, keep going. You know, it was, was, so in September, my brother passed and nobody was prepared for that. And I I told everybody, you know, I I met with my executive team. I said, listen, um, my 76 year old mother was not ready for this. My nieces and nephew were not ready for this. I'm not ready for this. So you guys deal with this. I'm going to go get myself together. And, you know, for a good four and a half months, that's that's what I did, you know, and we didn't miss a beat. Yeah. Nothing burned down. Nothing (laughs) burned, you know, and and it, it, it allowed me. And sometimes, and again, I understand the Lord's will is his will. I'm not here to question it. I would prefer to have my brother. But what it did show me was a few things. And the main thing for me was that I don't have to have my hand on the wheel. There are plenty of other experienced drivers that I've put in place. Yeah. And sometimes we have this, you know, this, this Donnie or Debbie do it all type of mentality. Like if if I can't do it, it it can't be done. Yes, it can. It's so true. Yes, it can. And I was doing, I was just doing some reading. And did you know Walt Disney never stepped foot in Disney World? Wow. What a great. Never. 
Wow. He died of lung cancer before it opened. Just a visionary for it. But he had a vision. And that's what people don't understand. Before Jeff Bezos, Roy Disney had the biggest oh, yeah. divorce in history. Because mm-hmm. sometimes brothers yep. are given different gifts. James, brother of Jesus, was not Jesus. Completely yep. different guy. Right. Right. Still very impactful, still very purposeful, but different thought process. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you don't need to just be anything other yep. than the visionary. And then someone else executes the vision. While so Moses good. saw the promised land, Joshua executed the vision beyond that. Yep. Right. And yep. so Roy was able to say, oh, OK, you want Magic Kingdom? Fine. OK, yeah. OK, Disney Land is cool. But you know what? They're selling Swampland in Florida for 35 cents on the dollar. We can drain that sucker. Oh, you want people to sit in teacups and act like they're driving a ride? Okay, you, you're good at this. You're an engineer. All right, so what we're going to do is use some centrifugal force, and we're going to do that. Oh, great. Well, oh, we want to put a we want to put a roller coaster inside a mountain. We'll figure it out, and that's what it is. You need somebody who can say, "Okay, this is insane. Yeah, this sounds like squirrel spit because it's nutty as heck," and we're going to do it. And guess what? That's not on you. Sometimes God gives you the vision. And the, the, the thing about purpose-driven leadership is you have to understand that everything does not require your energy to do it. It just requires you relaying the vision and then not reading anything. Tamara, sometimes I got to shut my brain off. And yeah. so, you know, I'll read comic books, I'll, I'll watch TV, and then I find myself watching these episodes of this show. And this show showed me everything I needed to know about entrepreneurship that I had not already learned. Yeah. And it's called Undercover Boss. Yeah. If you pay attention, all of these CEOs, CMOs, CIOs, CFOs don't know how to do anything. The waste management guy does not know how to hook up a dumpster. The 1-800-Flowers guy can't cut stems of roses on angles <laughs> because that's not his mission. Right. That There are people who are assigned perfectly to cut flowers. Right. To take the, to take the, uh, to take the dumpsters and, and, and hook them up. You know, to, to, to make the wings at Hooters, you know, <laughs> we, we're, when we're called to something higher, it yeah. doesn't mean that you're better. It means that you're yeah. walking in the purpose that you've been assigned. Right. And that purpose is so big. Uh, uh, imagine if Jesus says, you know what? I am son of God. God made flesh. And I, you do know I walk on water, right? <laughs> <laughs> what I need these people for. He needed Peter and Andrew because they were fishermen and they and they they understood customs and they spoke different languages and they understood, you know, what it is at different ports of call. And the other part of that, if you've ever seen the test, uh, what is it? Deadliest catch. Yeah. I'm a big guy. I work out just about every day that ends in DIY. I'm not fighting no fishermen. Oh, no, they are scary. No, 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 no. Especially with that hook. Like, get away from me. And what you can do with a net? No, I'm good. You will have me trapped up. So that's the thing. Other people serve different purposes. And sometimes it's just, for example, and you have to be wise enough to let go of the things that you've moved beyond. Like, when God blesses you, that blessing comes with conditions. You know, and, and, and we don't talk about some of those conditions are you have to let, let I, I have a bike, but I have a car. They'll both get me there. Yeah. <laughs> but yep. what is a better use of my time so and skills? Good. So good. So, yeah, you know, it, it's it's constant it's learning and, 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 and evolution. And then sometimes you also have to understand that there are people who get to a certain point with you where their journey ends 
Yeah. And, and, and you got to be okay with letting them go. There's, there's so many things that just don't serve you anymore. Me being 561 pounds didn't serve me anymore. Yeah. It's you crazy. know, I weigh less than the amount of weight I've lost. Which, wow. Like you could literally like, build make an, entire, uh, an entire two people out of what I lost. Wow. Wow. You know, and, and that's the thing. Sometimes we, we yeah. hold on to something because we feel it's going to protect us or serve yeah. us. And it, it doesn't because what God has for us is so much. It's so rich. It, it's so beyond. And I've been able to kind of reflect. And Tamara, I'm going to tell you something else. Yeah. God is working on me because... I used to get so frustrated with why people didn't see what, what I was, what I was seeing and why people couldn't do what I was asking. And I I learned two things. Number one, everybody can't see the vision that God gave you because he gave it to you. You know, when he made that blind man, see, he spit in that blind man's eyes. He didn't spit in people's eyes who, who already saw something else. And the other part is when you look at, where you've been and you understand where you're going sometimes everybody ain't gonna get it jesus said my sheep will hear my voice so if the most powerful being on the on the face of the planet to ever walk amongst us understood that people weren't gonna listen to him (laughs) where do we get off Thinking that everybody's going to get it, and it don't matter. It don't matter how plain you make the vision. Some people are just going, and they come to it when they come to it. And sometimes our frustration of, don't you see how good this is? Don't you see how simple what we have is? We get caught up in that because we know what's on the other side of that. But we have a different type of mind, and and our flesh operates differently because we've had a lot of experience and we've been able to control it. Other people aren't aren't on that walk yet, or they're on a different part of that walk, and all of that is just fine. Yeah. So I'm learning to 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 not yell or freak out or get frustrated or or get impatient because you're not where I am. Because it took me, you know, a 25 year career in radio. It yeah. it took me living in 19 states. It took me living in my uh living in my car for four months. It took me washing up in a gas station sink for four months. It took me living with my brother in, in his garage for a year. It took hundreds of stops and starts and business failures to get this so-called enlightenment where everybody can't listen or understand me right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so good though. But that's like the journey, right? That's the journey right. that people like so desperately want. They like beg for it and then they're finding themselves in said scenario where it seems less than feasible to even get through that day or to move past said circumstance. And they have that revelation always in hindsight. I've always had this prayer. I'm like, God, let me live in forethought of your goodness. Let me live Mm -hmm. in forethought of the vision and the predestined good works you have for me so that I can step in with expectancy and realize that even when the storms are coming, you're Mm -hmm. still good and sovereign. Yeah. And it's uh it's quite the scenario of of just the journey, right? And you mm-hmm. it makes you that much more appreciative of the disciples and the stories that were told about them. And like if someone was to actually script my life and the silly things that I said or the things I didn't do or all mm-hmm. of that, rather than it being a self-authored book, right? The one day right. biography, they're gonna say all the things, right? And it's right. gonna be one of those things I just want to be a good steward of my time, of my gift. And I, I know that I've surely clawed at creating something right. that like 
fits everything, but I'm just now realizing the importance and the magnitude of really what does it mean to operate as a body of Christ when you're mm -hmm. a solo entrepreneur? Yeah. And it's been developing a team. It's been releasing control on certain things to bring in partners and other voices and other teachers. And that's the part where we're at now. And it's been so beautiful to release the fact that like, I can't do it for everyone, right? And there has to be the answer of being able to have that non-scarcity mentality of, hey, you need to go see this person. Hey, you need to go with this coach. Hey, you need to get this fulfilled. Hey, you need to you know, utilize this expert in this zone of genius. And it's the cool part about all of that is that no one person, no matter who you are, if you follow the one specific business coach, no one's journey is gonna look the same. And it's just the only thing that will be the same will be discipline yeah, or lack thereof or lack thereof, you know? And then the other thing is you're not going to, Warren Buffett said, you're not going to have a baby in a month by sleeping with nine women. Yes. So and I'm good. like, <laughs> yes, Warren Buffett, that's right. Like yeah, you, yeah. we have to, we, we don't like to give time, time. We want to reap the second, we, we, we want to reap the second we sow. We, we want, yeah. we want to harvest the second we plant. And that's not how any of this works. Yeah. And the other part of that is there's a reason he says so early on, be still and know that I am God. Yeah. We don't know how to do that. Like being still to an entrepreneur means we're wasting time. We, we think that it's idleness and there's yes. a difference between idleness and stillness. Yes. You know, yes. and yes. patience. Whoo, whoo, I have none. Sorry. <laughs> no, just full disclosure. None, zero. Yeah. Zip, zilch. Yeah. And it, it's funny I have a friend of mine who says to me all the time, you know, the funny thing about God, I said, there's several, which one he says, <laughs> you'll ask God for patience and he'll give you opportunities to be patient. You'll, yep. you'll ask God for, for wealth and he'll give you a, he'll give you a problem to solve an opportunity to make money that requires you to stretch yourself beyond what you're comfortable with. Yeah, it's good. Because we're, oh, okay. we're, we're growing, but so many of us are just existing and waiting to get buried. Yeah, that's and, true. and 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 I, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I just I want to be impactful. But here's the other thing, and I explain this to people all the time because there's so many people running around with credentials. Oh, I'm a certified professional. This and I've got this, and I'm this type of speaker, and I've done that. Cool. You know the Pharisees were professionals. They were studied. They were groomed. They they were bought up. And you know, here comes this guy running around here in flip flops and a robe talking about um. You know, uh, the kingdom of God is like this. Yeah, I'm going to heal people on the Sabbath. And what? Oh, oh you, you, you want wine? Y'all ran, ran out of... Uh, boom, let's go. So I just don't remember when he went to seminary. I know he showed up in the temple. Yeah. I know he read some scripture, but I just didn't see them go, Jesus of Nazareth. Oh, my gosh. Reverend doctor, bishop prophet. Like, I, I missed... All of that, because he was busy doing, and I'm telling you, yeah. uh, an ounce of dew is worth 10,000 degrees. I mean, some people got more degrees than a thermometer and can't tell you how hot it is in hell. <laughs> wow, you that's know? good. I've never heard that before. I, I just, uh, God just gave it to me, but I'm just, I, I, I just want us to, to, to start realizing that it's not what you put on you. Yeah. It's what he put in you. And yeah. we, we lose so much sight of that. And then, oh my God, Tamara, I feel like I'm talking to death, but when it comes, it comes. It's so good. 
why are we always spending so much time going, oh, well, Sally's doing this and Bobby's doing that. And when's my ship coming in? You do realize your ship takes time to build, right? Yeah. Yeah. You do realize you don't, you don't know what that stuff is. And you're only like social media is a blessing and it's a curse because we don't, we don't realize how much people are just giving us their highlight reels. Yeah. We don't know how many times when somebody's done hitting that live button or done posting that stories that they're not crying out to God for some help. You know, we're only looking at the facade and I I don't know. And I don't know if it's my calling to help people see past that, but I just don't believe that there's a winning comparison. I I just, I don't see one. I've, I've come to terms with the fact that God called me to be Dave Anderson. That's, that's all I can be. And if that's not good enough for you, well, well, bless you. You want to take that up with him? This is all I got. Yeah, you don't like yeah, it? Yeah. Move around, partner. <laughs> how's your husband? How, how's how's everybody? You good? Oh, we're so we're doing well. We're doing well. We're walking through. We're walking through some things, as is everyone, right? And um, mm-hmm. specifically associated to some things. Little ears that are nearby can't hear. Otherwise, yeah. I would completely be transparent. Um, but uh, family family dynamics, you know, the, the past traumas, the past heartaches, the generational curses that you could possibly imagine. And us being both being entrepreneurs and having teams that rely on us, you know, it's like it, that's where I am very open Mm -hmm. from an entrepreneurial lens and from a highlight reel lens is like, how do you, how do you lend the truth out to people when it's currently what you're walking through one to not not to outcast or ostracize or cast blame on or or show somebody else's story, but to show the heartache in which you are experiencing in the midst of it. Because I think it's important for people to realize that nobody is living the high life all the time. Nobody's living no. the high life all the time when we're no. in the flesh, right? It, there's a spiritual high and I get mm-hmm. to experience those every day in the midst of said heartache. I'm mm-hmm. so grateful for that. And I haven't always been that, that way. So it's been interesting to navigate as an entrepreneur going through familial problems. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so funny. And I, and I tell this to people all the time. They, my wife and I talk about how you see these people and they're just so picture perfect on Instagram and their marriage is great. And their, their, their couple goals and, Three weeks later, boom, divorce, separation. I can't stand you. But wait. Yeah. The thing of it is, my wife and I understand that we've got baggage. We understand that things aren't perfect, but we do have matching luggage. Like our set, like we can go on a nice trip right now with all the baggage. But the thing of it is, nobody else. And this is where God is so brilliant. Nobody else wants to put up with either of us. <laughs> so, you know, that's what it is. But we we work through things and we talk through things, you know, and we don't always have to agree. We're not the buddy bears. We're husband and wife. We are the sum total of our experiences, the way we were raised, the things we've seen in the world. And guess what? We're not. I had a, my in college, I took a comedy workshop class, right? Because I, I was so starting fun. my stand-up career. Yeah, so and it was taught by a guy named Bruce Puston, who you might not know by name, but you know his work. If you've ever seen Jerry Maguire or Bad Boys, he was yeah. one of the producers on those okay, films. Cool, cool. And he says, um, he, he, he says um, to me very, very plainly, he says, do you know American Sign Language? I said, I know enough to be dangerous. 
He says, did you ever see the elevator scene in Jerry Maguire? I said, yeah, I never understood it. He said, why? What was wrong with it? I said, because it says you make me feel complete. It doesn't say you complete me. He said, yeah, but Cameron Crowe thought you complete me sounded better. And I said, wow. Huh. And in that moment, I was 21 years old when thinking about marriage. I'd already proposed to my wife, but she told me I was crazy, but <laughs> she married me. So who's crazy now? Anyway, um, it's about the feeling of completion. It's not anybody else's job. Mm, that's good. To complete you. Yeah, you are right. a whole person, yep. right? You become a new creature in Christ. And then it says, and they shall become one flesh. It didn't say when you kiss, yes. work is done. No, 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 so no. Good. Who we are now, you know, a decade and some change into our marriage versus who we were when we were kids, when we were dating, when we had the kids, like, completely different individuals. Absolutely. You know, and that's okay. And so we're constantly getting to know who we are and and letting go of who we were and giving each other space and grace to grow. And whatever family issues are coming, you'll face them together. And and that to me, that's more of a testimonial than having a whole bunch of selfies up and saying, oh, look at how perfect my marriage is. Mm-mm. Yeah, it, there's some days I know for a fact my wife can't stand me, and I don't blame her because I don't like me some days either. <laughs> right. But I never, yeah. I've never once, even in in low times, ever said to myself, "You know what, Janae doesn't love me." Right. You know, yeah. she might not like my behind right now, and that's cool. <laughs> we gonna we gonna move past it because yeah. guess what? Nobody wants this. <laughs> they think they do. <laughs> oh, he's fun and he's witty. Yeah. No, he's crazy. Yeah. He's absolutely it's insane. You so gotta, funny. you gotta be crazy to say, you know yeah. what? This steady paycheck that I'm getting, this six-figure salary that I got right now, yeah, yeah. The heck with that. I'm yeah. gonna go out here on my own. I mean, it's real prodigal son thinking. It to is to be an entrepreneur. When you're called in, it's totally different, right? And I did both. I know yeah. what it was like to self-make my yellow brick road versus oh, yeah. walking the yellow brick road. It's a total different scenario. It is, but I, I will tell you the amount of, I don't mind the instability and I'll tell you why. Yeah. My daughters may look back at me and say, well, you know, sometimes daddy, you know, was a little hard on us or daddy expected a certain amount of us, but they can't say I didn't show up to every single recital, play, volleyball game, karate tournament, you know, birthday, all of like, I have the ability to show up for my family in a way that most people would kill for. And that to me is, is worth any quote unquote steady, you know, income. But I I, got to tell you, I'm so proud of you. I love everything that you're doing. I just want to know what I can help with, what I can do, how I can get involved. I I really want to be a resource for you if I can, if there's anything that you need. Well, I love that. And I love you so much. I'm so appreciative. I love that we were like, okay, this isn't working. And then as soon as we just like released that, <laughs> I, there's a couple of glitches, but overall I'm like, this is, we're going to have to do like, this is the pre-show to the real show. And, Cause we're going to come out. That was good. There's still some stuff live that was, or not live, yeah. but recorded. But um, yeah, I mean, right now we're, we're in the midst of just really developing the nonprofit for the uh, marketplace ministry side of what we're doing mm-hmm. through founder collective um, and securing the the venue and the well the dates are secured for that conference later this year so i'm excited about Mm -hmm. that um but other than that it's just like getting the you know continuing to get the word out and sharing about what the lord is doing through what being fit and faith means what that means as a family what that means as an individual 
mm-hmm. and growing people's business for God's sake. Cause that's, yeah. that's the heart of it is right. Absolutely. For me, I, I don't think that there's, there's anything more special than being able to release someone's truth and allowing that to then be the foundation in which they stand. And mm-hmm. that's what entrepreneurship means to me. That's what starting a yes. podcast from your story means. That's what publishing a book means, right? It's like yes. saying, this is, this is my baseline. This is my default line. And this is where I get to grow from. And I think when people finally come to that revelation and they're not trying to make something for the, their namesake, but they're making something for right. God's name, it everything changes. Everything mm-hmm. changes for them, for their lives, for their marriages, for their homes, you know? So that's where mm-hmm. we've been in the last, six years and that's where we continue to evolve. Yeah, I absolutely love that. I love that. And and ten points for the peacock feather. You know. Ah, yeah, you like that? <laughs> uh, listen, I I am a walking peacock. I just happen to be black, but no, I I, I think it's awesome. I think it's important. You know, and I tell people all the time, man. I, I think people get the message wrong. We, we've been yeah. we've been you know stifled all of this humility talk, and you got to do this, and you got to do that, and it's just... then explain Matthew five fifteen to me. Explain, do not hide your light under a bushel, but make it plain in order to glorify the, the beauty of the Lord. Explain that to me, right? It, yeah. Explain to me the importance of um, turning water in a top shelf line at a wedding. <laughs> there you go. Explain to me, okay, gee, three days late, after three days after Lazarus died, boom, 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 boom. He didn't even bat or not. Lazarus, hold on, I hear what you're saying. No. Lazarus, come out. You yep. know, and, and so there's a certain level of activation that has to happen, right, where you have to stand up because otherwise, huh, I'm not trying to be funny. And I know 95% of churches are going to continue to kick me out once I preach, but it's fine. Um, explain, who wants to follow a cornball God? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. There's a reason up until very recently, people love Superman and was like, Aquaman just swims and talks fish. You know, listen, we, we serve, and I'm not I'm not trying to to make comparatives, but but let's keep it real. God's God's miracles are faster than speed and bullet. Your faith in Him should be powerful than the locomotive, and He can help you leap tall buildings in a single bound. Why in the world would you act like somebody who you know for a fact can change everything always in His time? Why would why would we act like that's not miraculous? Aren't miracles the name of the game? How else would you have, why would you follow somebody who can't do anything to you, through you, and for you? It does not math out. But we preach this, sit down, relax, oh, Father God. No, no. Yeah. I don't read the book. I don't been to seminary twice. I, I don't know what Jesus you see. I don't know that dude. I don't want to know that dude. Right. Because that's not the one I follow. The one I follow right. was radical. Yes. And then I, I just... To land this plane for now, <laughs> I have an issue with anybody who starts to look at the least of us and thinks that Jesus himself wasn't the least of us. I mean, let's just review. Son of an unwed teenage mother. Yeah. Right? Arrested, tried, put up for parole, denied parole, and then executed by the state. Sound like a criminal to me. Hmm. So now what? Yeah. Like you you do realize that people rejected Jesus. Lots of people re- they took Barabbas. And we know what Barabbas did. Like it was not, it wasn't it wasn't wrong place wrong time. Like this dude was doing heinous acts yeah. to his own community. Yeah. 
And they, they said, you want Jesus or Barabbas? Oh, no, we'll take Barabbas. No, crucify him. Still, like, so at some point we got to realize that who we serve is so great. Yeah. And he continues to be great. That's why his message continues to permeate and change lives every single day all across the world. And right now, there is somebody who, who isn't sure, who, who doesn't understand. And they're hearing, they're, hearing, they're hearing the message that God has given them. And, and they're going to turn their life around. They're going to come to the Lord. And he, ain't have to, he didn't have to lift a finger because he's using you and I to do that. Yeah, that's so good. That's miraculous. But listen, I know you got things to do, so I'm going to shut my trap. Oh, my goodness. I can keep listening all day, though. That's how I felt when we were at that conference. I was like, what just happened? Kind of one of those, like, jaw-dropping, I didn't know that was going to come out of you, and it did. And I know that the people who are going to listen, not only to this, but when we do another show at some point, it's got to yeah. gotta happen. It's got to go down. But yeah. understanding the elements of what your knowledge base comes from and the derivative of heaven, I mean, it's truly rich and people need more of it. And I love that it's coming from a heart's posture of of security and safety mm-hmm. and pointing people into that place of love and abundance. And mm-hmm. yet it kind of, it twists their, their intestines just okay. enough. Cause it's uncomfortable. <laughs> it's uncomfortable enough. to realize that. Yeah. No, you, you do realize you're talking about somebody who was a yes. radical. Yeah. You're talking to somebody that, that literally not only did he take on religion, but he also took on the government. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Who's, who's going to do it? Who's going to go. Right. It's like that's, that's Savage Jesus, heard it calls it Savage Jesus. I'm like, let's it. go, man. Dave, thank you so much for your time oh, today. And it's a pleasure. Uh, this is just the beginning, y'all. You got to tune in around two. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Be blessed. Be blessed, brother. Thanks so thank much. Thank you. Much love. Hey, y'all. It's me again. Before you go, let's solidify the flame that was ignited within you today by sharing the spark with your own community. Whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally, relationally, or spiritually, I would love for you to take the step right now by declaring your takeaway. Snap a pic of the episode and share it on your stories or posts, and you can tag me and the guest, and we will surely feature you on our Instas. Hey, you might even unlock a new accountability buddy in me or them. We're totally in this together, and we appreciate the extra step taken. I would be so grateful if you even took the extra step. Come on, give me that extra sauce and leave a review on iTunes for the podcast listening app that is of your choice. I'm going to be featuring your thoughts and facts, and it's going to be so fun in upcoming episodes. So you'll not only hear your name on the show, but maybe even your passion project or whatever big shout out you want me to make. So please, as a fellow writer, leave some words that I can attest to, and I can't wait to read what you have to say. Thanks again for being a loyal listener, and I hope to meet you in person soon at one of the events that we are speaking at or hosting. And I say we because the Fit and Fake team could not do this without you. Until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. This is the Fit and Faith Way. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for working everything out for my good. Help me trust in your perfect plan. Amen. Father, thank you for loving and caring for me. With Christian prayer meditation, you can pray along to prayers based on specific topics. Go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Christian prayer meditation. 
You can also download the Abide app for biblical meditations at abide.com.